Welcome back to another Bandit Land Boulevard preview episode. Bandits After Dark, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, as the Bandits travel to the 619 to take on the San Diego Seals. Tony, we're the best team in the East. They're the best team in the West. This should be a great, great, great matchup. Maybe so, but we also got to make sure to maintain the exact hype that we were after the loss. Um, or before the loss, actually. Let me just correct myself. We have to go in there, guns ho, and you're going to have to play a better defensive game against them because last night, after watching what their high-powered offense can do, it is going to be that much scary if we can't slow them down and we can't shut down their stars because it's going to be an out. Like, it's going to be like what happened. We lost to Colorado. It's going to be an ugly game to watch. And believe me when I say this, you guys better be ready to go with your A-plus game of the year. This is going to have to happen. And now remember, like Tony said, the uh, San Diego Seals played last night, and they absolutely demolished a team that was really on the rise, in my honest opinion, in the Panther City lacrosse mm-hmm. club. Uh, they so hammered respectful. them. So respectful. Absolutely. 17-9. to nine. Uh, But – the downside to that for San Diego is that they got to play back-to-back nights, and one of those games being against the best team in the East in the Buffalo Bandits. And we we have played in San Diego before. This is when mm-hmm. you know they were a struggling team going through growing pains. I think Connor Fields was on the San Diego Seals at the time. It was that long ago, but 2019 we beat them like 17 to six in San Diego. Believe me when I tell you this is a different San Diego team now because they got all the Calgary Roughneck uh, players from like 2018 and before. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of these players to watch, and I think we can jump right into that right now, Tony. Dane Doby. Dane Doby is the number one player to watch on that team. He was the guy that owned us in the 2019 finals. Dane Doby is that number one guy in that San Diego team. In my honest, humble opinion, that we should keep – two guys on at least for most of the time when he's out there, but they got a lot of weapons. I think Dane Dolby's just that first guy that comes to mind. Absolutely. I mean, again, he was like the thorn in our side in that uh, championship series. Uh, the fact is, is that Dane Dolby now joins the club with Ryan Banesh and some of the greats that we could all say, especially with Johnny Tavares having 500 plus goals in his career. And that's a guy we have to watch out for, especially going into San Diego uh, tonight at 10 PM. But we also got to watch out for the number two guy on their team. And that is Curtis Dixon. Yep. Also a teammate, from Calgary now to San Diego, they're both, they know each other so well. They know what the game plan has to be. They know what they have to do to beat us. So again, high powered offense to a uh, high powered offense is going to be, who's going to be the better offense. But again, those are two names you also have to watch out for. Yeah, my light just shut off too. Um, I was hoping, the, I was hoping the power didn't go out again. I don't think it did, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're having some national grid problems over here in Grand Island, so that's that's always fun. But, uh, yeah, they've mm. been former teammates. They won a championship together in 2019, and uh, mm-hmm. they've been playing with each other for many, many, many years. But also Kevin Crowley is that uh, is that guy that comes to mind as well. Um, he was mm-hmm. a big thorn on our side. I believe when he played in Philadelphia, he was one of those that's big right. players that like we were circling on the sheet because he was in the Eastern Conference, one of those best players in the East. He joined San Diego as one of those powerhouse type of guys, and they have full reign on that number one spot of the Western Conference. And I think it's just because of those three of those three players. And mm-hmm. uh, you can't even just mention those three players. They have a great defense. I mean, Wesley Berg's a great player. You have mm-hmm. Drew Belgrave, Tyson Bomberry, mm-hmm. who's a good player. 
my great goaltending, like this is an all around complete team and the bandits, luckily for them, they've had a full week to prepare for this mm-hmm. game. Uh, yep. while San Diego's only had about 24 hours to prepare for this game. Well, we also got to worry about the fact that it's going to be old goaltending experience versus the youth of coming up today. I mean, Christopher, O'Reilly, uh, really proven that he's a, a go-to goaltender now, especially how he performed yesterday against Panther City. And I'm not saying Panther City couldn't get score more than 10 goals because, again, this is like a year where a new expansion team is coming about, and they're still impressive right now at eight. They've been a lot better than they were last year. Yep. Exactly. So, again, this new kid, um, he's very young. He's only 19 years going on 20 years now. I mean, the youngest player in the National Lacrosse League right now as we speak, who now is getting the tutelage by Frank, uh, if I can say this last name right, Scigliano. Yep. Uh, I mean, he should. I should know this. He's Italian, for God's sake. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those two goaltenders alone, we have to not overthink them. We have to just – know what they're going to be, what's their a weakness. We have to attack it right off the gate. And then maybe once that happens, maybe the plan changes. But again, for most goaltenders out there, and I, we all see this, even with our own goaltender, Matt Vince, if you shoot low and you beat him in his five hole, that could be a dangerous spot for these two guys as well, because that's what we're going to have to look forward to is we have to play smartly. We have to shoot shoot more we make sure we hit the net i don't even care if it's on the goaltender i'm glad it's we got to start shooting on net and we cannot keep missing like we have the last uh i'd say two games that we were pretty inaccurate lately with our shooting but again yeah we lost our third game of the season and again it's not a scare but it's something that we need to improve and that's what we have to do going into this game especially being prepared to maybe seeing them in the finals that's absolutely true. We could see a team like this, especially in the finals. Uh, but, I mean, when you, when you talk about a player that's that young, especially at a goaltending position, they have the ability, no matter no matter what their record is, uh, to be absolutely stupid. Like, they will mm-hmm. make stupid decisions because they're young. They're, they're not as experienced as some of the veterans, and we have one of those guys in Matt Vince who is an absolutely mm-hmm. experienced vet, veteran. But, you know, when you have a player that's like 19, 20 years old, and you have the mm-hmm. firepower that we have on offense and some of the transitions that can go up the floor and shoot on them. Yep. Sometimes those rookies can look pretty dumb. And I, I think the team to expose them is the high powered offense of the Buffalo bandits. Now over the past three games, we've seen 10 goals, 10 mm-hmm. goals and eight goals. It hasn't been very high powered as we're used to. So they are due for a breakout type of night where they score 14, 15, 16 goals. And I hope that's when they choose or decide to have that happen tonight. Well, we got to also think too, we got guys coming back off the injury reserve list. Are they ready to go? Is this the game to finally push them to say, Hey, I don't care if you got hurt, you got your healing time. Now's the time to actually play your absolute damn best. And you have to prove it against the best in the West. And that's right now is the uh, San Diego seals. They are showing that it's like, kind of like deja vu to see Calgary roughneck players, like being like, Hey, we've got this against Buffalo. We got them beat, but, you know, like you said, rookies do make mistakes and so do veterans. But again, who's going to be the one that makes the hesitation, uh, that makes the false accusation? I can say any kind of different uh, definition of every type of word of that. But again, yep. which team's going to come up better? Is it going to be a, a, a statement game? Is it going to be a trap game? We don't know. But right now, these two teams going into the night 
are going to try to read each other. I guarantee in the first half, it's not going to be some blowout eight goals by San Diego against Panther city, because that's not going to happen to the bandits. I mean, it has happened a couple times and I'm not saying over the years, but again, you got to go in there knowing what to expect and how to beat it. And that's what the bandits have to do tonight to prove to themselves that they're the best in the East and to prove that they are not the best in the West. Now, Brandon Robinson is still out, yes. uh, but Chase Frazier is healthy. Josh Byrne is healthy. Dane Smith didn't even score last game, so he is absolutely due for a goal. Uh, uh, yeah. Chase Frazier is coming off a hot comeback, you know, scoring two goals two in goals. his first game back. And Chris Kluge has yep. been looking good lately. Uh, the defense on most occasions has been okay, but you know, like when the offense wasn't giving them any opportunities to get settled in, in that fourth mm-hmm. quarter of last game, they were kind of exposed because they were gassed out. They were tired. Same thing with Matt Vince too. And that game against Colorado last week, it really didn't get out of hand until the fourth quarter. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I blame the offense for taking silly shots with so much time on the shot clock, turning it over and tiring out your defense and your goaltending. That's something that we cannot do tonight because this team is way better than the Colorado Mammoth. I don't care what anybody says. The San Diego Seals on paper and on the stat sheet are way better, much established team than the Colorado Mammoth are at ever since this year even started. Yeah, especially you got to also mention we never forgot about Austin Stotts. Stotts is also one of the key players on their team we also have to look out for. So, again, a test to the defense, a test to Steve Priolo and and his leadership skills to say, okay, we got to basically be their shadow. We can't let them get the easy shots. Don't get that little push off like we seen Zed Williams do last yep. week against us too. Get that little push off and have enough room to take that sidearm shot to beat Vince Lowe every time. That's like that's his go-to spot. It's like you got to watch out. Now I'm hoping Matt Vince is listening in too because I'm not trying to say how good your goaltending is. And again, I've never been in that position to be a goaltender, and I would really love to try. But seeing from the outside looking in. That's something you got to do. It's going back to basic goaltending. You got to keep the stick in the middle, make sure it does not give them that time of day to give them the open five hole. And again, if they make you move, your stick stays together. It's, yep. you know, that's all I can say, uh, say the fact to keep that five hole close at all times possible, because it seems like there's two places on Matt Vince that gets beat over the shoulder glove side. Always. and five hole. Yep. And we haven't really seen much of the five hole until like this season, he was stopping a lot of those shots last year. That could just come mm-hmm. with age or whatever that is. I Maybe. mean, he's a, he, he's a three-time champ. He can do whatever he wants. He's an absolute stud. He'll go down in history as one of the best goaltenders of all time still in is. NLL history. He still is. still is. I think he's, I think as of right now, he still leads the league in most saves. So for mm-hmm. all the people out there that are calling for Matt Vince's job and saying, you know, throw in Devlin Shanahan, that's absolutely ludicrous. You're not throwing mm-hmm. in Devlin Shanahan in a game against the San Diego Seals, especially if you are doing scoreboard watching. You have mm-hmm. Toronto playing Albany, which should be a win for Toronto. And you have Rochester traveling to Vegas yes. to take on the Desert Dogs. This is a game that the Bandits, they have to know where their, where their division opponents are playing. And they mm-hmm. got to know the, the strength of their opponents that they're facing against as well. So the Bandits are going to come out of here pissed off. They hate losing to teams out in the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hate losing to Colorado. You saw how pissed they were kind of getting, you know, towards the end of that game when Brad McCulley got into the fight with Josh Sullivan and um, even the fight with Steve Priol that I think turned the momentum around for Colorado. Yes. Sometimes it's a big fight or a big hit that swings the momentum around. I think that was what absolutely changed the momentum last Saturday's game. But this game's on the West Coast. I know a lot of Bandit fans in Bandit's Mafia that made the flight out to the 619 in San Diego, which is going to be mm-hmm. great. We're invading that arena. So I absolutely love to see it. And 
I don't expect it to be a blowout by any means. I expect it to be a trap game or not even a trap game because th- these are the top two teams in the league right now. I can mm-hmm. see it being just close the whole way through one of those nail biting finishes, a game that could possibly go to overtime. We don't really know. Um, yeah. And I don't really know. It, it's one of those games that you really don't see the seals too often. You see them once every two years, I think. So I yes. really don't know how the bands are going to scout against them or what the scouting report is. But all you can do is sit here and predict things. And the only thing that I know is that Dane Smith has scored, what, what zero goals in his last two games. Josh hmm. Byrne has scored four in his last two games. Those guys are mm-hmm. due to absolutely explode on a defense, explode on a goalie. So why not choose that tonight? All I'm doing is stating the facts over here. Matt Vince, uh, he's going to be really, really angry about that loss in Colorado. Maybe he can get something up his sleeve and – and try to hold them to under 10 goals. But again, this is this is something that this is why we like to do the pre-show because we like to just make all these predictions and we like to speculate a lot of things. We have to tell you the stats and all the players to watch. If you don't like stats, man, when we face against the you know Halifax, well, guess what? We got his brother playing in San Diego. We got a team with a high-powered offense, so the defense really got to step it up. Absolutely. We don't know the status of Adam Bomberry just yet, but it'll be great to have him back in the lineup. We don't know the status of Tehoka, but Tehoka did make the trip out to San Diego. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. That's Um, a great sign. But having Chase Frazier back in that lineup, man, is only good things. I know he does really, really well on those Western road trips. You know, even going back to some of the days in Saskatchewan and Calgary, where he would score like Mm -hmm. maybe four or five goals a night. So, Mm -hmm. I do predict the Bandits win tonight. I don't see them losing and falling in the standings at all. Um, but if I could give out my prediction right now, I don't know who scores sure. the goals, but I'm going to say the Bandits win 12-10. All right. I like that. That's going to be a close game, I think, in your eyes, uh, with the fact that the playing the trap game or not playing the trap game. or I, I Honestly, this could be like the whole Bandits uh, riptide. It could be a blowout score. And no, it could be like an 18-17 type of score. Oh, we don't, we don't I don't want to see that happen, but that could also be a disaster for our defense, too, because then they'll break down what we need to fix and everything else. I mean, we've been pretty much locked down, kind of like how the Seals were uh, last night against Panther City. Yeah. Uh, but I think you hit the nail in the coffin with these guys that need to wake up especially dane smith who hasn't been scoring lately we need to have him start producing goals we need to get him back on his feet with that department josh Byrne, i it's either to me it's i don't want to judge people but in a way it's like the hesitation it's got to stop no it's 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 all or nothing with him man like right either has one move and then take the shot or give it up to let someone else take the shot because it's like I know you're trying to draw two people in, and that's hard to do sometimes because, you know, they want to lock down the best players in and the he team. Might and still that's be injured. He might still be injured. We don't know. But, well, we'll see. I mean, he is all or nothing. He either has the game of his life or mm-hmm. he flat out stinks for the whole game. And then there's there's mm-hmm. no middle ground. Like, he no. either's, he's either scoring five to seven goals a night or he's scoring nothing. Or maybe he's scoring Correct. one. Maybe something uh, like that. There's also Chris Cloutier that has to uh, be himself. I mean, ever since and he, he, and he back, has been, he's been he has averaging been. two. He's been averaging two goals or better per game. So we can't really say anything technically bad about that at all. Because what do we demand? We demand him to at least get one goal for coming back uh, to the lineup. And because we know Chase he back, has the best shot. Two. Chris Cloutier the- too. And then everybody else was like eh, hit and miss. But maybe this is a turn for Kyle Buchanan to step up too. I mean, I know he's a playmaker i know he's a go-getter for the loose balls but maybe this is his time to start shooting more too and scoring the goals that he can also do it's like 
I know the role setting of the whole players. It's like your goal scorers, your playmakers, your defensemen, your enforcer, and so forth. Maybe Kyle needs to step up instead of being a playmaker and start being a goal scorer and trust his shot more. And, he, you know, he's got that go-to corner. Uh, it could be shoulder, could be feet. Pick a spot. You're Tip good around it. the so, crease. You know, that's the, that's exactly. what he does. Yep. So why don't he do that? But if we get to Hokebeck and show that grit and toughness again, maybe that might open up the offense to get more shots on net. That would help. But again, he gets beat up so many times because the referees don't even call a shot to the neck, a shot to the head. It's like, how much more does he need to get beat up to say, hey, enough's enough? I mean, can you call a cross check to the face? That should be an automatic five. Yes. And if he gets a second one, that's an automatic game toss. So why don't we protect our boys like you want to protect both teams? It should be strictly down the middle line, 50, 50 each way, call it like it is. And if you're going to, if they get hurt, okay, we understand if we get hurt and we get no call, come on, that's a little unnecessary. And, and it's like, Oh, it's just them. No, call it fair. Call it down the line. Yeah. Why do you think the bandits have had to take matters into their own hands while settling the game? Cause the refs won't make calls. So the bandits get in fights every single game to settle the exactly. score for themselves. They're like, okay, refs, if you're not going to, if you're not mm-hmm. going to take control of the game, we'll take control of it. We'll drop the gloves and fight someone. Exactly. So getting back to what we were saying about the score predictions, you say 12-10. I say Bandits will win, but it's going to be a lot higher. It's going to be Bandits 15, Seals 13. 15-13, that, that's a good one too. Uh, but what would I really like to see in this game? Well, Kyle Buchanan trust in that shot, man, because, you mm-hmm. know, he, like you said before, he – well, I think he's the fastest player on the team. And the yes. crazy thing is he's like 35 years old. Which is which is insane, but when he when he tiptoes around the crease and gets open, feed him the ball, please. Yeah, feed him. exactly. Chris Cuche yeah, has one of the most lethal shots in the entire league. Use it tonight, especially against the San Diego Seals. Mm-hmm. And Josh Byrne, if there's an open lane, shoot it. Stop yeah, passing it. Absolutely, shoot the friggin' ball. And for also those that we didn't mention, like Brad McCauley, and for Nathan Koznikov. Two other guys that are under the radar that maybe you should start twisting a little bit in the game plan. Yep. And Dalton Silver, if he does play. We haven't seen Silver the last game, so maybe this hurt, might yeah. be his calling now. But again, feed them the ball. They don't know them that well yet. Give them a chance to see what they can do. Nate, Nathaniel's got a killer of a snipe shot. He does. Why not have him shoot more? Or Brad McCauley's got that uh, down and dirty kind of go-to guy. He'll be right there at the side of the net going, I'm open. You know, He's got that tic-tac-toe. Go. Remember that tic-tac-toe goal, uh, tic-tac-toe goal that he scored against Colorado? Yes. He's wide open I mean, in front of the net. Why not do that too? Yeah, why not do that too? Fast-paced passing. We talk about backyard lacrosse all the time. Just but run make that. Sure it's on that. Make Run sure that type of net. offense and please, yes, please, for the love of God, hit the freaking net because that was one of the reasons why they couldn't. I mean, they scored two goals in the second half last game. Like the Sabres That's last it. night, the Sabres last night scored three goals in the first period. That's more than what the band scored in the entire second half against Colorado, if you can believe it sad. or not. So that is kind of sad. So we got to hit the net, got to shoot on frame. And Dane and Josh, if you have a lane, take take it shot take it don't hesitate just go full throttle to the net don't don't give them a chance if it, if they're it's a spread out lane and god's like the red sea saying here walk through the lane that i'm giving you go for it don't hesitate just go it's a green light saying okay you can move and also uh we really didn't talk about this much but i don't know if you saw what was on the um bandits instagram story this morning where they're practicing outside mm-hmm Ian McKay's sidearm, feed him the ball, dude. He's throwing mm. this in the tight windows. We really didn't t- talk about him very much, but no, we didn't. Gets, when he gets out on the attack on the transition, maybe on a two on one, 
Let him. He's, he, he's gone. Let him shoot the ball. Unless yeah. you got like a Carter McKenzie running next to you who could bury the ball over his over his shoulder. Maybe we can see some more of that tonight. But uh, I've, I've loved the performance on defense out of him. Same with Kellen LeClaire. But, if man, if we can get Adam Bomberry and Ian McKay sticking back there on D, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think we lose this game. No, I don't think so either. As long as, as long as Johnny T sits with the guys and say, okay, we lost again, big deal. We move forward. We got San Diego. It's a, it was a, we knew this was going to be tough going against two Western teams. And obviously for two reasons, one Colorado always is tough against the play. Absolutely. eh, We've, we've won games there before, but again, this is a much overpowered team now to watch out for. So we got to go within our heads held high and make sure we know what to expect. But you also have to counter that by showing it right back to them. You don't defend, you attack them. You give them right back the same way they give you because that's the only way you're going to beat teams, especially in the West. You always have at that last second, have that little hesitation, like, I don't know if I can do this kind of attitude. You got to scratch you gotta it get away from that. Mind, get away from you that. You yep. got to get away from it and you have to just push forward. Don't let nothing slow you down. You got the right. You got the right mindset in Johnny T's coaching. You have the obviously the right teammates around you. Use it to your advantage and beat these guys up. Don't slow down. I know it's been working because we've been a second half team all year, but now it might have to be let's go gun ho and don't look back. San Diego reminds me a lot about this team that we talk about every single week from last season mm-hmm. because they always take the lead. And they never look back. If they yep. get if they're down by three or four goals in the second half, the two games or what is it, three games they lost so so far this year? Three. They have never found their way back to the track after going mm-hmm. down by three in the second half. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe these the role has to reverse a little bit. Yes. Jump out to an early lead and hold on to that thing. Because mm-hmm. San Diego, all it's all going well for them when they have the lead going in the second half. But when they when the other team takes the lead, they're like, I don't know what this is. This is like reading a foreign language. We don't know how to adjust to this. And then that's when they select themselves out and start making stupid decisions. And that's when the bands can really slam the door on those guys. Yep. yep. And that's what they should do. Take advantage of the situations. And like I said, keep the foot on the gas pedal and just keep going. I don't care how gassed out, gassed out you are. Do not coast to the finish line. The final minute. Don't hesitate and don't give these guys a chance to breathe because the moment they see that open window, they're going to take it and take advantage of what they have in front of them. And also but, the referees step it up, please. Because if oh one God. of our, how many times against Colorado, and we didn't even mention this on the last show, but uh, how many times would a player get like cross-checked and then a bandits player would go, would go would fall down to the turf and the referee would take both of them to the box. I'm like, what or is this? Not only that, but just call it on us and not on them. Yeah. Call us for the retaliator when they completely missed what caused the retaliator. Right. But uh, exactly. I mean, if, if, if we're going to have a good game, this is the NLL game of the week. We got to, ha- we have to have legitimate officiating. I know that's asking a lot, but we have to have it. We cannot have a shitty officiated game today. And try not to take any stupid penalties either. If you know you're going to get called, go straight to the box. Don't say a word because no matter what you say to the refs, they're they're never going to give you uh, any kind of respect at all. Nope. So just you know you take a penalty, go straight to the box. Don't they have say a, a short word. fuse, man. They have a very now, short fuse. If it's a penalty you want to question, go straight to your coach. Don't even worry about the referees. Go straight to your coach and say, no, Johnny, what, did I do something wrong in that department? Let him – Bitch to the guys. I'm Johnny sorry to will. Say it like that. He will. Let, let Johnny, Johnny will talk T, to him. 
yell or scream to these referees to get on their case. And so the players don't get kicked out of the game. We need everybody there. We don't have, uh, what is it called? We don't maybe not have the right amount of players on the bench to get tossed like in baseball here let me do that if you get tossed out of the game you get one player to fill in your spot and if they get tossed then you're screwed because then somebody Attention. else that doesn't yep. play your, like somebody that doesn't play your position be like i don't know what i'm doing right you don't want to get in that situation so be calm play smart use your heads and shut your mouths and go to the and, and don't take stupid penalties that's it and referees, please tell me what an illegal cross-check is. Like, this is like I the know. NFL. I don't know what a catch What's is in this? the NFL. I don't know what a trip is in the NHL, and I don't know what an illegal cross-check is in the oh, NFL. Bad. It's just utter – it's just – I just – it sucks. I wanted to go out, in the, go out in the field and slap them and be like, smarten up. Can't oh. do that. Otherwise, Johnny, I'd be tossed from the arena. <laughs> or Johnny could pick up a stick and slap him on the shoulder and be like, wake up Something. A bit. Something to get these guys on their, on their toes to be like, okay – I made a mistake. I don't have to make a fair call, but I also got to make a makeup call. No, you shouldn't have to make makeup calls. You should know the rules. You should Absolutely. know how to make right calls. It's what your job is really. And if you got to call, listen, I all kidding aside, stop with the Vegas betting, stop with the, the so-called which team should win. Stop, stop making it out to where it's got to be this way or people won't make their money. Move out of your parents' Shut basement. Yep. I don't want to hear that. Call it fair down the middle, and I'll respect you 100%. But if it comes down to be like where, hmm, I got like 20 on this team. I got that'll make me like $20,000. You know what? Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Referees, you're being paid to do a job. That's all you have to do. So do it right or don't do it at all. End of story. Open your eyes. Just open your eyes. Please, something. I hate to sound like this, and I hate to be negative about it, but it's like, come on. The fans of Buffalo will be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's not, oh, even, it's not even a joke at this point, but it is going to be a great, great, great game. It will it's going be. to be close the whole way through, so watch your heart rate monitors and do that good stuff. May as well get some oh, steps God. in. Maybe, maybe pace around the room if you're watching it at your house or something like that because you're going to get your exercise in. You're going to feel like you ran a marathon after this game, win or lose. I really hope we win this game. I, don't, I really don't see the Bandits losing back-to-back games in the regular season, so... Uh, if we win this game, this will be huge, and then hopefully we can mm. have maybe Las Vegas and Albany help us out as well. That would be great if those other teams could, but again, they're trying to find their, like, Albany doesn't have their firepower anymore. They've got all youth players that are trying to, like, make a moment and trying to be like, hey, I'm a professional now. I can I can actually go out and contribute and do whatever running I can with the to youth help movement teams, right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but again, we've seen expansion teams do really well and get to the uh, playoffs and get to the championship sometimes, but again, they may not have the final push. But yeah, man, New York, State, New York please. Titans, man. In 2009, the New York Titans went to the went to the finals. Remember the New York Titans? Yep. I was expecting and maybe maybe a Panther City type of type of deal this year. Maybe they can shock some people and go go all the way. Well, they have done so good so far. I mean, no, I mean the record doesn't say it itself because they're only eight and six. But, but they are in a playoff spot, are they? They not? are in a playoff spot yep. at the moment. Um, all you gotta again, do is gotta make the playoffs. Colorado. All you gotta do is make the playoffs. Yep, you got a shot. All right, and by the I way, think... the Bandits have clinched a playoff spot with Philadelphia's win over Rochester, so we don't that... have to worry about playoffs. But we want that home field advantage. We need that home uh, field yeah. advantage. Can you imagine hosting every playoff game, especially game one or three in the East Division Finals or the Championship Finals in Banditland? We need that. So we got to. Yeah, we, this is what we have to play for. 
Yep, got to make sure we do what we can do to get that done. But again, one game at a time. Let's worry about San Diego, and then we'll worry about our next opponent after that. But again, tonight, we worry about the Seals. Tonight, we make a stand that we are the best in the East. And tonight, hopefully, we get everybody to contribute on this team, not just the go-to guys on the team, not the superstars. Like, everybody needs to step up. And I'm not saying specifics i'm just saying everybody that means everyone on that roster who is starting tonight step up we need to see a good game out of a whole team effort not just an individual effort okay so go out there play play smart have fun and use your fam this is your family here so protect your family and win this game and come back home with an edge in the east i know we got toronto i think is going to be the next week Yes, that's that's our yep. next opponent, which is going to be huge too. It's gonna be tough, so, you know. So again, down the road to the playoffs is going to be stay healthy, be uh, keep it clean, and uh, win those games. That's all you can do is so that's keep it. winning and then win the East. But let's get to where we're going to say um, this broadcast is uh, brought to you by Mitchell's Tavern, uh, seven thirty four Sheridan Drive, up in Tonawanda, New York, for your one of the best beef on wicks in town. They have great food, amazing service. So don't forget to mention your boys here in Banditland, Tony LaMonica and Trevor Howard um, about why you're here and why the service is well, because I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy it. The service is amazing because they are very friendly and, uh, and I promise you, you'll go back for more. And also, if you guys are our followers on YouTube, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, hit that notification bell to hear more about Bandyland Boulevard. And you can see us live as uh, we're trying to get more and more people involved. Absolutely. And also for those that love to listen to us on Spotify.fm or Anchor.fm, uh, we want to hear that five, uh, not here, but <laughs> we want to see that. We yep. would like to see that. We would like to hear you guys more. Um, if you guys, like I said before, if you're fans of Bandit Land, would love to join us on a show, pre-game episode, post-game episode, or just during the week, we'll come some up with fun. a show. Yep. Some fun just to say what's your thoughts about the games or what's your thoughts about players. Please ask us. We'll be more than happy to come uh, let you come into the show, either myself or Trevor. And um, guys, this is a go-to game to watch tonight, and we're also uh, thankful that we have Upcoming sponsors coming up. I just got to make a few more calls. And we're going to have more and more on this. We're on and, the rise, and boys. Believe me, believe me when I say this, is that we are trying our damnedest to be one of the best podcasts of Buffalo Bandits Nation history. Yes, so sir. help us out a little bit. We were help. We would like your support and love. So please, by all means, we got three more words left to say. Trevor, help me out. Ready? Let's, Let's go, go. Bandits. bandits. Let's go. Let's freaking go.